Hello and welcome to the Beatles World Cup, where each week we take four randomly selected Beatles songs, we put them up on a stage, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, um, America's Got Talent, or Australia and New Zealand's Got Talent, um, and we buzz them off one by one. I think I'm Simon Cowell. Are you Paula Abdul? I don't know. I, I could be Paula Abdul. Yeah. Yeah. That shows my age, because they were, she was... In a, a long time ago. Who, who was her cartoon friend? Was it DJ Scat Cat? Something what? like that. Damn. Oh, in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a little dance with a little uh, cartoon. That's character. right. What was that one called? I don't know. Bestie would know. Yeah. yeah. Put your answers on Twitter, please. Yeah, That'd please. With maybe please a nice, thank you. nice gif or something Yes. Uh, to attach to it. Hey, uh, I'm Jono. I'm Rob. Uh, and we have got four randomly selected songs this week that we pulled out of the hat uh, at the end of the last episode. And I think we've both been fairly nervous about what's to come this week because... Uh, I'm in denial, basically. I know. I know. What are the four tracks this week? This week, John, I we're looking at Mr. Moonlight from Beatles for Sale. That's quite innocuous. But then we get into The Long and Winding Road from Let It Be, A Day in the Life from Sgt. Pepper, and Yesterday from Help. So an easy week in the office. Help is the right word this week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to oh, the Beatles World Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's fair to say I haven't been losing sleep over Mr. Moonlight, but we've got to talk about it. So let's kick things off with uh, with Mr. Moonlight. Yeah, this is the one I'll probably talk about least, but I've got to say I've always had a fondness for this one, John, a bit of a soft spot, because we've got harmonies going on that we always talk about Beatles harmonies being so good. We've got John breaking out and doing his rock and roll voice every now and then and it's got that big, big organ solo. I'm not sure it's a Hammond organ or something, but it's got this big organ solo. It's a quirky little thing. It is a cover version though, written by uh, Roy Lee Johnson and recorded by the uh, the artist Dr. Feelgood and the interns over in the US of A. Um, and it's yet another example, I think, of the guys back in the day had their finger on US records coming in, particularly blues and R&B that people in the UK wouldn't have heard at all until hearing the boys getting their hands on it, listening to it and doing their own version of it. You know, they were they were such a good filter for that sort of thing coming into the UK. Really quite amazing. But anyway, I digress. Um, I quite like the track. It's obviously not going to be today's winner. I don't think that's a spoiler to say, but I quite like it, Jono. Mm. It's, what I find quite interesting about Mr. Moonlight is, that I, I mean, again, it's one of those tracks that's just kind of... I've, I haven't listened to it in forever, and I've barely listened to it then. Um, mm-hmm. But whenever... There's a couple of big Facebook groups for the Beatles. Yeah, mm-hmm. got half a million people on each of them. Yes. Every time somebody posts, which seems to be once a week at least, somebody says, what's your least favourite Beatles song? And the biggest answer, apart from, they're all good, don't be ridiculous, is... is ask me why. Oh. Is Mr. Moonlight. Really? People hate it. Oh, no, it's, it's fine. It's um, great. It is weird. That organ bit is very strange. That just sort yeah. of pops up in the middle. Um, it reminds me of... Did you ever used to watch French and Saunders? Like the actual, this skit show? 
Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember they had that like house band Raw Sex? <laughs> <laughs> Which was the two guys from Sean Saunders, Bopadudio. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like that. It sounds like that. You think so? Yeah. Oh. So sitting there going, oh yeah, that sounds like the French and Saunders theme. Um, <laughs> I'm not a not a huge fan of this. It just it's eminently forgettable. Um, right. So, Mister Moonlight <laughs> is uh, is not on my list this week. <laughs> Shall we shall we move on to the first of our big beasts, the long and winding road? Yeah, let, let's give it the uh, credit it's due. It's it's a really beautiful ballad that uh, Macca allegedly wrote up in his Scottish farmhouse because um, it's got a long and winding road going up. Ba- to it. <laughs> well, basically, yes, I think that's what he had seen, and he thought, "I'll I'll write about that. I'll make I'll make up a story about that." I, I have made a note that in an interview in 1994. He said, it's rather a sad song, and I like writing sad songs. It's a good bag to get into because you can actually acknowledge some deeper feelings of your own and put them in it. It's a good vehicle. It saves having to go to a psychiatrist. I thought that was pretty good. And also in the 90s, he told his biographer, Barry Miles, that the song was all about the unattainable, the door you never quite reach, the road you never get to the end of. And I can dig that, Jono. He's singing about, you know, being left behind and not wanting to be left behind and wanting to make it to that person's door. I think that's a pretty universal sort of desire to have sometimes. So I'm 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 back on the the analyst's couch myself. I was going to say I, I think we've all been there, Jono. I was about to say I'm going to say your um your ability to self-analyze or at least kind of, you know, use this as a forum to work mm-hmm. through whatever, I don't know, deep-seated things um has been noted by the audience. It's, it, it it's, has. It's been flagged. Um, it has. And that's good because it shows I'm self-aware and so many people out there aren't <laughs> self-aware. 100%. Um, you just keep on going with that. If this helps you in some way, Rob, you know. Oh, if we can help just one person with the yeah. Beatles World Cup podcast. Well, I think people co- like it. It's it the entertains co-host. them. Yeah. Oh, no, I completely agree. Hmm. I'll just keep on going with the, you know, fluffy trivia. Um, okay. Yeah, this is, so... It, this, which is your favourite version, basically? So there's obviously this, and then the original, as intended, which is the Let It Be Naked version. Oh, well, it's, it's so hard, because I think the Let It Be Naked version is the better version. Hmm. But, but the other one, with the schmaltzy backing music, is the one that's in my head the most, because I've yeah. heard it a million times. So it's really hard to sort of split the two, even though I know one is better than the other. I know that's a non-answer and I'm sitting on the fence, but that's all I've got. What was the other one that we uh, we talked about with this? And it was from uh, Let It Be. It was the same one. Was it Get Back? can't remember. We were talking about you can't get the other one out of your head, even though you want to. And you wanted mm. to go with the one which was as originally intended. But bloody Phil Spector, his wall of sound is just constantly <laughs> in front of you. You can't get it away. Hey, tell you who did do a version of this, Scylla Black. And Scylla Black, her version is the definitive version according to one Mr. Paul McCartney. Really? Mm. Huh. I'll have to look it up. Um, one other thing about this, it's Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys' favourite Beatles song. That doesn't surprise me. It's mm. the kind of song he'd write, I think. Mm. Another bit of trivia, just throwing it out there. It's a long and winding road of trivia today. Mm. Uh, they recorded this the day after the rooftop. That's right. I think it said that at the end of mm. the, the doco that after that they went and 
down into the the studio and did some more stuff. Yes, and this is one of them. So the yeah. yeah the take that they used was uh, was thirty first of January nineteen sixty nine. There you go. Um, yeah, I think look, I I like both versions. I can totally see where Paul was coming from when it was like there's a lot of stuff layering on the top of this, you know, mm-hmm. sad little song. I'm not meaning sad. Yeah, sad. No, no, um, to to maybe sort of fudge it all up a wee bit, but um, it is it is a beautiful song. It's it's a sort of song I think I've grown to like more as I've got older. Because yeah, I think that's at be- fair. At the beginning, you can sort of go, no, it just feels very like, Ugh. but actually, it's yeah. As I'm growing older, that's it's a it's it's getting me more. So yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the kind of music you'd hear in a airport bar at 3am or something. No one else is in there. Rain is lashing against the glass. you got a, a glass of scotch or something and that's just on quietly in the background. Or maybe just an instrumental version of it, a Muzak version. <laughs> yeah, it's that sort of song. But as you get older, I think you, you sort of lean into that stuff. You start wearing Crocs on your feet and listening oh, to music God, like that Rob what <laughs> I don't think Shall I've got I... there quite yet is this is this, is this what the long and winding road ahead of me is is what Crocs <laughs> it'll lead you to the Crocs Crocs yes. and scotch in an airport bar <laughs> there's our episode title <laughs> there Perfect. it is brilliant um, no it is beautiful I love it I actually love both versions um, it's a it's a gorgeous song yeah 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 <sighs> very different song but also yes. just as gorgeous a day in the life yeah here it is Jono Sergeant Pepper's masterpiece and no you didn't mishear me Sergeant Pepper's masterpiece I know I've been <laughs> so down on so many Sergeant Pepper tracks over the past 40 something episodes but I think with good reason um, I think the album is massively overrated. You know, it, it, it sort of has a concept that people latch onto, but why? You dissect it, and the parts aren't all that great. Mm. This part, meanwhile, I think is great. The different movements it goes through, if I can call it that, the production, Macca's bass line, the way Lennon wanted the orchestra to be like an orgasm, you know, building up from nothing to something quite big, you know. It's a really amazing piece of work. It's it's Sergeant Pepper's masterpiece. I can't put it any more plainly than that. I think it's great. Mm. Um, it almost feels too big to talk about this song. Um, yeah. And I know that it's certainly, I mean, it's fair to say that it, it tops most lists that I've seen. Mm-hmm. as in the, the best Beatles song of all time, which, which is interesting because you start a project like this and one of the first things somebody said to me was, well, it's going to be down the life, isn't it? So, like, well, mm. is it? That's the whole point. So this is interesting. It's, it's, um, it had to come up at some point. Yeah, but uh, other people have said stuff to us as well with completely different songs. Like, oh, it'll be mm-mm-mm mm. song, you know? Yeah. So um, people do have different favourites. That's true. Do you know, um, it's just, it's again, one of those great songs where it is uh, uh, John and Paul. It's a, it's a complete John and Paul song. And I think you just sort of naturally latch on to those ones, don't you? Because if it's a bit of both of them rather than just one or the other that's written it, it's a true Lennon-McCartney. And um, this is, but it feels like it's a true everyone. Uh, if, 
I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I think Ringo's drumming, particularly in the last uh, verse, is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's got Mal Evans taking such a massive role of counter and alarm clock setter. <laughs> I <laughs> love when we brilliant. have a Mal moment. Yeah, it's got everyone, like it's got all their, all, uh, everyone involved. I just love the idea of them all standing around the piano. Three, two, one, boom. And it's all of them. George Martin is in there doing that. Yeah. Um, the only person that's not doing much is George Harrison. His only instrument that he plays on this is maracas. <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> Very weird. Um, but it is, it's again, it's a, it just, uh, it's very special, this song. Very, very special. Yeah, it is. The, the, um, the orchestra, the, the mix, the etherealness of John's voice as it comes out of the, the pool part and yeah. Uh, Mm. The build. Yeah. 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 I I know just saying everyone, everyone out there listening knows what you're saying. You know, it's, it's like we should all just sit back and have a cigarette for a moment. Mm. Um, and it's also got, you know, and yeah, at the end, yeah. Let's not forget that. Yeah. 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 Allegedly, yeah. I've never, I've never sat a dog down in front of it. And well, I can it. hear it, so uh, oh. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Mm. I can definitely hear the bit where it's on. Interesting. Hmm. Um, also fun if you want to, just you know, if you're a bit of a nerd, is uh, slowly cranking up the volume as the chord fades out and hearing the shuffle of papers and the squeak of the chair. <laughs> Because they had the microphones just rammed up to absolute maximum to capture capture the whole thing. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, fun uh, little piece as well. There's so much of this um, in the deluxe version uh, that was released a few years ago, a few different takes. And one of them is when they attempted to do the hum. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the hum? No, and it may surprise you to know I don't own the deluxe version. So <laughs> please tell me, enlighten uh, me. Originally, the chord was going to be a hum... Mm-hmm. And they had a whole bunch of people around. I think it was that same group, Marianne Faithful, you know, various people of the Rolling Stones and whoever uh, around for the recording. I think right. it was they were all around for the recording of the orchestra because it was a bit of a party. I think you were talking a couple of weeks ago about the whole people wearing, you know, plastic noses and, and plastic noses and things. Yeah, that was for this. And uh, instead of the chord, they were going to do a hum. And everyone did this group hum, and they have it on there. You can hear it, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> Like, this sounds awful. And then they have the attempts, I think it's three or four attempts of the chord, getting it right. Yeah. It's really interesting. Just some really cool behind the scenes stuff. Interesting. Of that moment. Okay. So, yeah. Day in the Life, Stone Cold Classic. Yes, very much. Speaking of Stone Cold Classics. Mm, gosh, what do you say about this song, Jono? Uh, I yesterday. say scrambled eggs. I say scrambled eggs. Mm. Gosh, you've really got lovely legs. Because they, oh, the fi- they were the filler, the filler lyrics. Yes. When he didn't know he had the tune, because it's the classic story, right, of him uh, waking up in Jane Ash's house and going, "Ah, I've got this tune," and he had to quickly go down to the piano and get it out of his head before he forgot it. Mm-hmm. And then he walked around for a month 
asking everyone, oh, I must have heard this before. Can you, this is somebody else's, isn't it? No, mm. it wasn't. It completely just popped into his head. Like magic. Yeah. Yeah, there's more to it, though. Like, there is the dream story, and and the lyrics were scrambled eggs. Oh, you've got such lovely legs, scrambled eggs. Um, Then some stories say John then came up with the word yesterday. Like, oh, well, you've got scrambled eggs. Make it yesterday. You know, the same amount of syllables. And that seems largely corroborated by an interview from 67, where John and Paul are both present. And Paul confirms that John came up with the word yesterday to fit the, the melody. But two years earlier, back in 65, Macca had spoken about coming up with the word yesterday himself and just playing around with words. And then in the 1980 Playboy interview with Lennon that we sometimes talk about because it was such a big, far-reaching interview, um, he said it was all Paul. And since Lennon's death, Paul has said, yes, it was all me. So there's been this... (laughs) I mean, clear as mud, right? There's been this sort of, oh, it was John involved, John wasn't involved, he was, he wasn't. Mm. I get the feeling he probably wasn't, although there are stories to the contrary, um, you know. But uh, look, uh, again, we are talking about psychoanalyzing earlier. I, I think it's quite a, a great lyric. I said something wrong, now I long for yesterday. I mean, that's universal. Again, surely, John, we've all said something romantically or just in general where we want to take it back you hear that lyric and you're like yeah yeah been there done that i get it it's one of those lyrics Mm. and it's just a a beautiful beautiful song i also have some uh, beatles bootlegs where you have ringo drumming in the background to this song really yeah i think it's like a, a japan concert uh and so it's not just paul on his own with the guitar and some uh, stringed instruments. There's there's actually some backing from the boys, and it's it's actually quite cool. I do love the idea of like a concert where he because he did play this. I think in their last, at least their last round of concerts, or last round or two. The idea of that the whole thing stopping and then Paul just playing a solo uh, acoustically, I think is really it's lovely. Mm. Be a mm. nice moment. Uh, I think there's a clip of it in um, the opening sequence of Get Back, the documentary, where you see him doing that with his whole... Was, was it him that, was, that likes to look over the, the heads of the audience because he didn't want to... He got nervous looking at them? It might be. That's mm. why his head's on that angle. Yeah. Um, weird thing about yesterday, just in terms of juxtaposition, they yeah. recorded it in the same session just after I'm Down... <laughs> Can you imagine coming from I'm down into this? Like, literally could not be two more different No, sounds. that's amazing, actually. Yeah. Oh. Um, fourth biggest royalties earner of all time. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, 2,200 cover versions, I believe, and mm-hmm. counting. Uh, and, a, and a movie named after it. Yeah, which I have never seen. <gasps> really? No, I've I've seen the big moments from it. I won't spoil it for anybody. Right. Uh, there are some there's some big moments and should we cameos. Say, and... Should we say Big B esque moments? <laughs> you, you could. Just, we are talking about the same scene. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah. Very <laughs> controversial that that scene, the scene that no one talks about, or that we're not going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. It's either, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. So I loved it. Put a tear in my eye. Anyway. Interesting. I do have to say, though, I'm Mm going to bring it up, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I know what you're going to say. What? 
It's Paul Solo. So how could this be the greatest Beatles song of all time? Yeah. My, I'm just throwing I'm just putting it on the table. I know, it's one of your Let's discuss. It's one of your go-tos. Yeah. Blackbird got through, so who knows? What do I know? Mm. Gosh, this is a hard I'm getting anxious already. Mm. All right, should we should we should we crack into trying to <laughs> Can we say that Mr. Moonlight's gone? Thank you. I love you, you love it. Sure. Um it's gone. Absolutely. Sorry, that Hammond organ is unplugged. Uh, right, so we've got The Long and Winding Road, A Day in the Life, and Yesterday, and we have to pick one, and two have to go. Oh, God. Mm. Uh. I can make a choice, and I can back it up, but it still doesn't feel comfortable. Right. Mm. Okay. Can you? I can. All right, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Should we say that um, at the same time? Yeah, what, on the count of three? On the count of three? Okay, three. you count us in. All right. One, two, three. A day, a in, day life. in life. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and look, my rationale is The Long and Winding Road and Yesterday are beautiful, beautiful ballads. They are amazing songs. I love them so much. I love Paul McCartney. But they are ultimately just really well-done ballads. Whereas a day in the life is this crazy bloody thing mm. where they do so much and it's so creative and so different for the time and so much went into it that it just stands out for that reason. And I thought, well, I'll grab onto that and I'll go with it for those reasons. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said. Um, okay. They are great. I, mean, I feel. I also feel just feel bad that we've got two amazing Paul ballads. I know. Let's go. Uh, and any, either of any three of those could win outright. Just, just about any round, yes. Yeah. And yesterday yeah. is yesterday is iconic and probably one of the most <laughs> famous songs of all time. But yep. yeah, A Day in the Life just, there's something about that. There's something about it and just it, it encompasses all of the creativity and and technology that they were working with and and it's it feels like it's the last real proper john and paul mm. collaboration so there's something about that yeah yeah i hear you mm. you know well you say technology it's almost a lack of technology they were dealing with it was, recording was still very primitive back in this time it's amazing they came up oh, with it, this with what they had no that's what i was meaning like just in terms of like the 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 what they what they did at that point you know, mm. to, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, that was tough. That wasn't fun. I, I mean, it was a kind of easy choice in the end in some ways, but, um, uh, we'll have broken some hearts out there in the listening audience right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. But this is a taste of what's to come. Yeah. In the, God, in the finals. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, A Day in the Life is through to the next round. Um, wow, crazy. We yep. should we should pick out some more songs next week, see if we can oh, pick out yeah. some more classics just to okay. smack against each other. Shall we do it? Let's do it. Get your notepad ready, please. Okie dokie. Right. Let's get back into that box. First one up is It's All Too Much. Yellow Submarine. Oops. Yeah, there we go. Second one is Words of Love. Ooh. Buddy Holly cover from Beatles for Sale. So far, so good on the... 
These aren't Stone Cold classics, I'll say that much. Um, Number three, I should have known better. Ooh, that's up the game from A Hard Day's Night. And the last last one, the continuing story of Bungalow Bell. From the White Album, the never-ending White Album. The never-ending White Album. Very different episode next week, (laughs) I feel. I think so. Um, hey, look, if you want to get in touch, we've got lots to talk about uh, after this week's episode. Please do get in touch. The Beatles World Cup at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at Beatles World Cup. We're also on Facebook. Uh, if you just uh, search for us for the Beatles World Cup, we're there as well. And uh, yeah, if you want to rate and review us, please do on your yes. podcast provider. I feel like I need a gin or something, or something to. Oh, jazz cigarette or take something. The, yes. <laughs> steer mournfully out the window <laughs> at my long and winding road. <laughs> yes, and the rain lashing down. Okay. Have a great week. We'll see you in a week's time. Bye.